You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like AIS. We're on it. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Kahn and Kat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber continuing our On the Road series. We're just down the road from the chamber today at 100 Crawford Street at Roots Natural Foods. And Kat, who are we speaking with today? Well, we're really lucky because we got to catch both folks here today. We have Marika Cormier, who is the owner, and we have Kevin Williams, who is chef. Hello. Hello. Thanks thank for you coming. Guys. No, thank you guys for letting us invade your cafe today. I know that you're not open today, and we'll get to the hours and, and all of the good things coming, but um, the store is open today, and it's obviously a family affair, as you just had some family stop mm-hmm. by and say hello. So we do appreciate you guys opening your doors and letting us hang out with you today. Yeah, it's great. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having us. So, Marika, can you talk a little bit about the background and how Roots became the store and then the restaurant. For Lemonster residents and Fitchburg residents that passed through Crawford Street, this has been an institution for a number of years, but for those that aren't familiar, can you tell us about your background and how you came to be? Yeah, so it kind of goes way back. My mom and dad opened Happy Trails and Gardner when I was born. And then unfortunately my dad had passed away, so my mom sold it, but I was pretty much born and raised in a backpack in a natural food store. And then many Years later, both of us had worked in many different health food stores across the country, even within Lemonster, and then decided in 2002 it was time to open our own. And we, you know, opening a small business, you know, with not a lot of capital, it was a challenge. But we worked with the chamber, we worked with lots of grants and loans through the Small Business Association, and we came up with Roots. This isn't our original location. We were around the corner on Hamilton Street, and Mm -hmm. unfortunately, Within a year and a half, that building got sold, and we had to move within like a couple months. Ooh. And at the in the first five years of the store, I had lived in Alaska. I was going to college there, studying the migration of whales from there to various locations in the world. And then um, came back to help my mom literally move the store in about one month. And we found this place. It wasn't exactly like we were just like, whoa, it's kind of off the beaten path. But... Um, it worked and it was an industrial space so it was less expensive and moving after a year and a half of starting a store is pretty challenging so we did it we were swimming in the space we let that store stay open we had this open customers were coming across with boxes full of stuff and sooner than we thought we kind of reached our capacity and we were so full and then in about like six years into the business i moved back from alaska to work in the business with my mom and we worked together for three years. And then, uh, unfortunately, she ended up with pancreatic cancer, and I inherited the business at that point in 2011. So that kind of was the catalyst for a lot of the change, though. Since, like, we were really about um, healing people, that was, like, a big part of my mom's um, illness was, like, we juiced tremendously. So I was like, huh, I think I can maybe open a juice bar. I'd never worked a day in food service ever <laughs> in my life. But I am also part of a larger group of independent stores called INFRA, Independent Natural Food Retailers Association. 
And there are about 350 stores across the country that are all like independent. And so we can join together in a way that we don't, we can still be wildly independent, but we can have buying power. We have resources for HR. We have resources for marketing. So we all can use these things, whether you're a $20 million store or, you know, like a $500,000 store. So, and it's a really great community. So I became part of that really early on and Literally, we can walk into any one of our, you know, peers' kitchens and, like, look around. And so that's what I did. And then at that same point, this side became available. Country Kitchen was here. And I kind of, based on fear of who was going to move in, and, but everybody that came to the juice bar was like, we want food. We want food. Lemonster was lacking natural and organic food uh, that's easy and ready to go. And then life totally took even a more amazing turn a co-friend of ours actually we I had four tickets to a farm dinner it was a February 2015 and I said hey your friend would probably want to come to this farm dinner because he's a chef he just moved back from California to help his mom and I think he'd probably think it was pretty cool and we met that February and um, we hit it off that wasn't the plan we totally hit it off as a couple and you know I had just taken this space over and it was sort of like life kind of was pretty magical. And I he, remember asking her, who's going to be the chef? <laughs> and she that said, really, I don't know. And that's a great know. segue yeah. into talking to you, Kevin, yeah. about where you were prior and all the amazing places that you've been yeah. able to come from. Well, you know, I grew up in the area. Uh, and then when I became, you know, my young 20s, I moved to Boston. Uh, from Boston, you know, I went to Johnson Wales. Uh, developed my love for food and kind of decided that uh, going out west was the best move for me because I wanted to advance my culinary education in ways that weren't available to me. So I went out to, Cal- to Colorado where I lived for about a year working in Boulder. Um, and then I went to, I got to visit San Francisco and the minute that I visited there as you know a chef, I fell in love. There was a farmer's market with fresh produce, colors of vegetables that I'd never heard before varieties that I'd never seen and that's really where my uh, love for organic and natural began and uh, so I lived in California and after about nine ten years came back one winter to you know visit my mother who coincidentally just happened to stop by roots <laughs> uh, 20 minutes ago and um, met Marika and you know she, she kind of told you the rest so that's we have pretty awesome paths too both of us are we like eerily, not eerily, I guess, amazingly um, very similar growing up. Both of our moms are from Europe. My mom was from Holland, his from Ireland. So we had so many similarities, so many places that we were in the same place at the same time. So it was really neat to mold those European moms and, you know, single love moms. Love of travel. Love of travel. Yeah. Love Both of, of our moms went to Fitchburg State at the same time, although they didn't get to meet. <laughs> I think, you know, they probably would have hit it off pretty good. So. That's amazing. Yeah, it was That's really neat. so amazing. All these different things that were happening in both yeah. of your lives that both led you totally. to to make this. And yeah. and we're on the cafe side. So Roots originally was just the store. Yeah, the market. The market. Yeah. And now you have the cafe, yeah. which was, you know, I mean, what a great pairing as yeah. someone who has patroned for yeah. many years and been in the cafe and, and loved the loved the um, food that you guys produce. But being a natural food store mm-hmm. and then transitioning that to being a natural food cafe, that's a that's a big shift. Yeah. 
And for someone who had never been in food service, you know, like I kind of pictured a more natural food setting, which was all grab and go and not really this made to order. Going to a lot of natural food stores, you'll see like this isn't totally typical to have a full cafe. And mm-hmm. and it blew up fast. It blew up so fast. We were so lucky and so blessed. We, for five years, just went so hard. We said yes to everything. We did weddings and catering and farm dinners and all while this was, you know, line out the door every day. Yeah. So. And I think of what a challenge it must be because not only are you dealing with the food service industry, but you've also got a whole retail side. So it's yeah. like you've got two independent or separate businesses, totally. two different yeah. industries you're working with all under one roof. That's yeah. got to present some challenges. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm like at heart a retailer, you know, and he's at heart. Um, more of like a restaurant. I'm more of a chef, you know. Chef. So when she first told me you can't use wine or you can't use butter or you can't <laughs> use cream, it has to be vegan. And you're like, I'm quitting. <laughs> and then we had a cult following for all of the non, you know, wine and butter items. And, you know, we really served a really like need for, especially moms with children that had allergies. Yeah. And like, we just were so diligent about our allergy protocols that like nobody ever got sick and that doesn't usually even happen because you have a gluten-free thing on a menu chances are you (laughs) might not get on a gluten-free grill or gluten-free designated cutting board and it was just like so specific that we were really careful and everything was like full of flavor because Kevin's like the flavor master what a great way for you to be able to bring all of that San Francisco cooking as well which is a very healthy lifestyle of cooking and to bring that back to the East Coast. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a exciting, but it was also a challenge because as healthy as the food was, kitchen culture in general isn't the healthiest. So integrating that into not just a retail setting, but a kind, loving, crunchy setting like a natural food store definitely presented a, a challenge. You know, where like, what's the big deal? Just cut a little too thick. Like, well, these things don't really translate to the culinary world. Mm -hmm. And so there were definitely growing pains in the beginning. Um, But I think we we got to... I'm considered a country cook, chunky, (laughs) chop, chop, chop. And he's like, you know, everything has to be proper mouthfeel. And and I think that was like a part of the secret to a lot of the success is that it was so consistent and there was so much refined rather than what you would think. We'd have a lot of vegetarians and vegan and, and they would come because of that. But, you know... Ultimately, it was a lot of our sandwiches that weren't vegan that were our best sellers, but it brought both people because it was like the best of both worlds in the end. But like just having that consistency of like slices and chop is really didn't seem important to me, but as as we saw, it was really important. And Kevin, for you, what was it like to kind of embrace that challenge of taking the way that you've been cooking, marrying these different styles, but also having to incorporate kind of the, the vegan side of things and learning how to how substitute stuff but still maintain that taste? It's actually really exciting. I was a vegetarian and a vegan younger. I spent 10 years as a vegetarian through my teenage years. So I always had a big love for that type of cuisine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily see how at the time that could like marry with the fine dining cuisine. And I know we're fast casual, but I've always tried to approach it from kind of like a fine dining perspective and bring that quality because we're either working with farmers or small producers or organic producers who put a lot of love and energy into their products. So we like to keep that love going to the finished product. And I think what's always amazed me, having had the opportunity to experience the food that you have here, uh, whether it's at a chamber event or another event, is if I'm having something with meat in it or or if I'm having like a vegetarian option, like there's so many different flavors that you put into each one. And and you make it so it's not like, oh, this is the option that that you have if, if you're a vegetarian or vegan. Like it's those 
sandwiches are just as delicious or even more variety with the flavor. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I attribute that to the 10 years that I spent as a vegetarian when I was learning how to cook. And so to make the vegetables really sing, it took, I think, a little bit more spice and a little more herb, a little more love. And once I introduced meat and cheese into that, it almost seemed like those were cheats, you know. (laughs) And so uh, now I like to just put it all together, thinking that, like, you can have meat in your dish without it being the whole thing. Yeah. The other things can kind of accompany it. So you were talking earlier about um, kitchen culture, and I know that um, you guys have an amazing team. Do you have, like, do you want people to come in with a certain background? Do they have to have culinary skills? Do they have to be vegetarian or crunchy? Or, like, how do you guys build your team? Because you have a very specific brand, and and you want to respect your culture. Yeah, that's a great question. We've learned a lot in the last eight years. But I think what it really comes down to is the person, you know. The skill can be applied, the skill can be taught, techniques can be taught, but to really have love for, you know, what you're doing, to really have concern and empathy for the customers coming in and to have the compassion for the people that you're working with are, are all kind of things that you can't train, you know. And so we really look for someone who is just a good person, really. We have some high-level chef who have come in at that. We have some low-level chefs who have come in at that, but we'd like to make the one thing across the board is that they all just respect. There's a lot of respect because I can't talk about food without talking about farming, both because it's in my blood and because it provides, you know, not just what my skill, my trade, but all of us every day, you know. And we recently went to a forum where we learned that less than 1% of the population are farmers. Yeah. And so if you and they're aging and they're aging and that number is dwindling. And so I just like to put the, the respect on like the people who are really out there planting and harvesting. So speaking of that, do you how much so you guys have buying power with your natural yep. foods organization, yep. which is great to be able mm-hmm. to have as it is not, a, you know, something that's permeated every city yet yeah. or town. Um, so but you work with local farms. Can you talk a little bit about that relationship with the local agriculture in our area? Well, you know, that's actually one of the sad things since COVID. We were lucky enough since our inception to have a great farmer, Charlie's Red House Farm in Winchington, certified organic, cool uh, Dutch guy. Dutch guy with his <laughs> own way of doing things, but the results were undeniable. It was the best produce round. But he sold his farm and moved. Oh, back to Holland. Yeah, so we are. We do have some feelers on the ground uh, right now for some local farms. We do work with some distributors that do local produce, so we're not. And we've been closed for a good chunk of time, so yeah. we're kind of rebuilding those relationships again. But some of our local distributors have great from out in Western Mass. Yeah, yeah. so we're just we're working on uh, working with local farms more. Uh, we have worked with Go Farm in the past. Everyone in the area knows they have the best tomatoes around. <laughs> Um, but that's about it for right yeah. now. You yeah. know, we are we're, we're looking. If there are any farmers listening, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have one farmer that we're working with actually right now, and they're a sprout grower mm-hmm. out of uh, like Royalston, I believe. And I wish I had more information on them because I'd love to showcase them more. But it's a couple they grow organic sprouts. And we've only been open for five days, so. <laughs> making yeah. soup. So we're. Yeah. We're uh, slowly rolling it out. Right now, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? 
to advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis and Kat here from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber. We're chatting with Marika and Kevin from Roots here at 100 Crawford Street in Leominster. So during COVID, I know the store was still open, but the restaurant side of things did shut down. Can you talk about what that, I guess, journey or challenge was like for Roots? That came with many emotions. When we ended, we probably had 20... three-ish people working in the kitchen mm-hmm. and the unknown of, you know, like we were both watching New York City restaurants. We were, we have, we were pretty tapped into the West Coast and what was happening in Washington, especially with our organization. I mean, people were just shutting the doors, only letting four people in. And I was like, this is happening. This is like David Chang wrote a beautiful thing. And, and he's just like, you know, this is my responsibility to keep my employees safe. And we didn't really know. So we, we did close our doors I didn't think it was going to be more than like two weeks, a Uh month or something. Uh Um, It was pretty much the worst, one of the worst days of my life to like let 23 people go all at one time. But my instinct was like, get them to go get unemployment today. And where our whole goal is to make it to the other side, whenever that'll be like, because the thought process, we had a manager, manager's meeting really quickly and said, in order to save the root of our business, we need to do this like and it and we didn't know how long for sure it didn't know that it was going to last for three years for us um but we knew it was the right thing to do i never really wanted to operate on fear Mm -hmm. or anything like that that was not i've never operated on fear but i just knew it was the right thing to do at the time looking back you're always like i could we could have done it we could have done this we could have done that and it just it it just we we had to make a website within a week we curbside delivery like we did so much to keep everything going this turned into what we called the bunker it was coolers and freezers and piles of water and it was really magical like that the team pivoted so quickly and we just delivered to our customers and that was really crazy we ended up doing up to 70 curbside orders a day uh, places like you know they told me they had shaw's and hannaford's filled their queues filled up and so we got all the all the spillover and people from Shrewsbury, Gloucester, Newton were driving out here wow. for our curbside. And Kevin was amazing. We didn't lose a single thing in the kitchen. We had happened to buy like a, a vacuum sealer at a like at a restaurant show in Chicago one year. We just never got around to like coming up with a program for it, but it was like a savior. Like we got we could sell all our cheese and our chicken and we didn't lose anything by shutting down, which was really, really important. And we just became a community hub of like a safe place for people to be. We only we, allowed four people in the store to shop at a time. Yeah. We had a door person. Yeah. Uh, we had people fighting, you know, <laughs> to not wear their masks or to come in. And, and we had the whole gamut. We're a very open place, so we have mm-hmm. all sides of the like political super spectrum. super cautious and super yeah. against the whole thing. Right. And our goal is just, like, you have to be kind. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> the number one thing. You just have to be kind. And so we... We made it through. It um, did. So it about did. a, but I'd say we, looking back, we probably could have opened the cafe sooner. It wasn't about COVID at that point. Kevin and I just really looked at each other, and until you really just stop, you don't realize like how physically, emotionally, spiritually, we were just burnt out. Yeah. And it was trauma. Yeah, it was trauma yeah. that, and then just like the we, cafe we was fell in love, and then probably like three months later, later, this restaurant opened. Yeah, yeah. so it was like you know, power struggle. 
just getting to know each other, every every level yeah. in it. So we kind of just like looked at each other and was like, we need a lot of work. So on our well-being and ourselves and our relationship and vice versa. So I think our customers have been amazing every day, all day. They walk in here and they're like, are you open? We need you. We need you. And it's such a blessing. And thank God after three years, people still walk in here over boxes and paper and ask for a quinoa bowl. And it's like, wow, that's really powerful that mm -hmm. you can remember a quinoa bowl even after everything that happened. But it was really ultimately like we needed to be right space again to do this because mm -hmm. anyone who runs a business with their partner knows that it's a, I mean, we're together pretty much 24 hours a day, I think the last eight years. <laughs> and even when we did make that decision, you know, uh, distributors have changed, supply mm -hmm. chains have changed, uh, companies have gone out of business, compostable items aren't available anymore. So yeah. just trying to backtrack and put all the pieces back together has taken some time yeah. as well. And I do want to focus a little bit on the store side of things. Yeah. So the store did remain open. And yeah. can you tell us a little bit about the products that you carry there? I know you mentioned folks coming to you that have a lot of allergies on the food side of things, yep. but I imagine folks come to you as well for really kind of clean items yep. that you carry in the store. Yep. Uh, we have a really good wide range. I think you could pretty much shop your entire pantry and refrigerator with us. Uh, we have It's pretty much everything from organic produce, 100% organic produce, uh, supplement department, body care, staples for your pantry, bulk herbs, and a lot of local products. Like that's definitely been a really important part of our business. We have supported local brands to launch them right from delivering it into the door or they slowly but surely get into distribution. So that's been a really fun thing to do for 20 years. Like this wasn't a popular thing or a popular kind of place 20 years ago. It's sort of become a trend now, which is kind of my mom just was working in a health food store called uh, the Merkwood downtown Lemonster way back in like when I was born, 77. And it was definitely not the cool place to be, but it was now it's much easier to sell. But this is a lot of what we have is everywhere. So we kind of really focus on customer service as well as like the supplement department. We have like at least 30 years worth of really educated employees, long term employees in the market that have are really well known in the community, too, when people come they're really here to help because. And so for folks that are looking to kind of change the way they interact with products mm -hmm. and, and switch to more of the natural side of things, yeah. th there's so much, I guess, information out there. And if yeah. you go online, if you start Googling, it can be intimidating. Totally. So can someone come in and then talk to your employees about the best way to get started? Yeah. I mean, my mom was a uh, European straight from the hip, like, we'll tell you how it is. And first question is, do you drink water? You know, like those are just basic things that I think a lot of times, like the things right at our fingertips can help you the most. Um, we also believe in don't change everything at once because that causes like your body to go like crazy and maybe you feel worse or don't buy too many supplements. Like for years, I would just say, my mom would just be grabbing things out of people's carts. Like, no, no, just start with this. Or like, do you eat peanut butter every day? Change that one thing, change change your milk if you drink milk change that to organic or in like simple changes and don't try to change fast and another weird kind of anecdotal thing that we why we named roots roots is because we really kind of saw that a lot of times when you eat what your roots ate you have those enzymes to digest that food even though we have a lot of different roots nowadays but often we we can see that being very much like beneficial so that was sort of 23 years ago, <laughs> sitting on a porch, why we kind of named it Roots as well. I love that. I love yeah. that. So you you gently alluded to it that you the cafe is open. I'm going to yeah. air quote that a little open. Yeah. Um, so what is the plan for the cafe? What is your 
timeline, Kevin? What are you thinking? Because right now you're offering what? Right now we're keeping it super simple. We're just doing soup and coffee. Uh, that's to test our supply chain, to test our new tech. Uh, this new tech is all powered by Toast. So you're going to be able to go on your Toast app, uh, deliver roots to your home, or order Workplace. it at work and come down and pick it up right at 1230, right on time. You know, when we look back at our problems, we had a lot of great things going, but our time was something we always wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're making real food from scratch, it, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. And I think with this new software, it's going to help us manage our time better so that people can come in and get food at lunch and not be late and still have a great lunch. <laughs> So what what is your rollout? And so that rollout is really just, we're still in a soft opening phase, and that's going to continue for the next month or two as the supply chains open up, as the tech proves itself worthy. We're slowly going to test new items, you know, so we're going to bring back a salad, a grilled cheese, the quinoa bowl, make sure all the buttons work, make sure I can get more of it when I order it, because since COVID, everything's changed. And once everything is, is good, will be open. But I think the hours of 10 to 2, Wednesday to Saturday, are going to stay in place for a while. That's just for the cafe. And when is the mm-hmm. store open? The store is open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Great. We're closed on Sundays. So you guys have anything, any big plans? Now, I, I remember when, before COVID, obviously, um, you guys did events, you yep. were out at markets, and you're doing all kinds of stuff. Is there anything good, anything coming up for there our listeners? Is, uh, yeah, the next one coming up is Earth Day. That's going to be in Fitchburg, and we've just been invited to that. Marika doesn't know about it yet, but I just Surprise. read an email uh, this morning, and you know we love working with our local municipalities. We're right on the border, so we're definitely more Lemonster, but we got to love <laughs> I was, love for Fitchburg. Marika's from Fitchburg. I'm from Lemonster. So oh. classic, you know, blue and red. We both left very yeah. early on. What is our... Thanksgiving like in your place? Yeah. I don't even want to know. Well, we're, we have foreign family, so. <laughs> Please stay posted on yeah. our Facebook, on our Instagram. We will uh, plan gonna, on doing pop-ups and We're going to just continue to provide great food for the community, have fun events. Uh, with our limited hours, I'm hoping to get into more dinners community dinners where we can talk, engage with the community, have interactive events. Catering, too. Catering is always available. Please check out our catering online. Um, You can get all your old favorites on there. That's the big secret. Big quinoa bowls, big silver bowls, big salads. Sandwich platters. So all the oldies are there. They're all there. It was tough. We had the sandwich platter recently, and um, when I say it was tough, I mean it was tough to decide. Yeah, Because you are going to go be able to come down and get it right Well, I've only got so much space in my stomach, so I'm saying like it was tough when the platter arrived trying to figure out which one I was going to go for. So I I might have had three. (laughs) That beet hummus is so gorgeous. Like you just want it with like a rainbow sandwich. You just have to have that one. Absolutely. And for those who are joining us, we've been chatting with Marika and Kevin from Roots Natural Foods at one Roots Natural Foods at 100 Crawford Street in Lemonster. Uh, easy to get to from Fitchburg and Lemonster, though. And again, you can find them online. You can check out their Facebook and Instagram. And what's the phone number if the people are looking to reach you? 978-534-7668. Thank you both so much yeah. for your time today. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for letting us be here. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.